Aloha and welcome to Liberty Enlightening Story Talk with a Candidate. I'm your host, Noel Fumera, candidate for Congress, Hawaii District 2. Today's episode, we're going to talk about the mental health crisis during the pandemic. Thank you for tuning in today. The next topic I wanted to discuss was George Floyd. Now, the case of George Floyd is a very sad story, and my prayers go out to his family and people that know him, but I just feel like that's not enough. You know, we must no longer treat people that suffer addiction and mental illness as beneath us, and then you also have the layer of segregation and oppression that has been put on the african-american community or black community and you know this is a big problem in our criminal justice system that we hear politicians talk about over and over again but it needs to be reformed you know this is why we hear politicians talk about it but we're not going to talk about it anymore we need to get it done because it's creating a problem on the community the community is responsible for it So therefore, the community should be responsible for resolving these problems. You know that more criminals in prisons and jails are nonviolent drug addicts, um, people who suffer mental illness. And we must implement better better public health measures to help those who need help. You know, and the you know when you look at George Floyd, that scenario is an example of the infringement on civil liberties based on this racism and discrimination that's plaguing our nation and he lost this man lost his life using his voice saying he couldn't breathe if we can't use our voice in america and be heard how can we make any change happen how can we save lives how can we be better He lost his life using his voice to say he couldn't breathe. It's an explanatory example and action of the civil injustices we face as a nation right now. We must emerge on the basis of compassion and unity, not to power or arrogance, especially at the cost of somebody's life. And this is all stems from the internal psychological issues of people abusing their power. We currently have a president who has been impeached because of abuse of power. And we're seeing this in our nation, the abuse of power. And the violation of human rights because of that abuse of power. In George Floyd's case, it shows us that more than ever, we need to be vigilant and compassionate in these times of civil unrest and to stand up against this by being brave enough and courageous enough to put our voices out there like George Floyd did just to do the right thing and say the right thing. And he gave his last breath for liberty. He's a true patriot. And my prayers and thoughts are with Mr. Floyd who deserves justice.
And we need to allow these cases of discrimination and racism be seen for what it is and call it out for what it is. That there is still a plague of racism in this nation, which to me is a behavioral disorder and mental illness. And I know individuals who are that way and their thinking and their wellness is unwell. And they need a proper public health system to address their needs. And we do not have enough funding for individuals who suffer mental illness and drug addiction to get the rehabilitation and correctional help and cognitive therapy that they need to better their lives. And if we can expand the Affordable Care Act and we can implement these types of alternative health cares like cognitive therapy development, we can change our culture and become a country where we can eliminate poverty, racism, depression, and mental illness. But we're only going to be able to accomplish this standing together, united, caring for one another, saving each other, and empowering one another. That here in America, the American dream is possible, and you can have it. But the only way we can have that and be able to offer it to others is to be able to step away recognize when we are wrong and to unify because that's what makes us stronger we're all human and we all make mistakes and America shows us that human nature is flawed but as it's flawed it also emerges into something so beautiful and divine thank you for listening to today's episode of listening the complex egocentrism that says that an individual is superior over another race is a behavioral pattern that cannot be changed and is harmful to them and the people around them. And this type of racism is, to me, a behavioral disorder and mental illness. Because these individuals are triggered psychologically by an individual being a different race or from a different culture. Now, the reason why I say it's a mental illness is because the behavioral disorder becomes the overriding behavioral pattern and expresses evidence of a characterized trait that is triggered by a certain outcome or exposure to a certain situation. The reason why I say it's a mental illness and behavioral disorder is because when you look at these patterns, they become the evidence of a pattern that's characterized as a behavioral trait that has difficulty being shifted. So therefore it becomes regarded as a mental illness because the behavioral mental pattern of egocentrism rules the rational thought and judgment. And I'm not a healthcare professional or expert or a doctor. I just, however, have some education in child development and behavioral sciences. In fact, um, I was 
going to go to UH Manoa and get my PhD in psychology and I had a path to the college um, in Colorado, the university in Colorado, excuse me, to study neurosciences. And But what I realized was that as a country, we had a bigger public health issue and how we were handling the mentally ill. And getting a PhD in neurosciences wasn't going to solve the cultural ideology and infrastructure that we had lacked for those with this type of mental health problem. So how we can handle helping the mentally unstable or those who suffer from addiction is by categorizing them as a public health issue, as a public health problem rather than categorizing them as a criminal. And our current system categorizes those who have addictions or mental illness as a criminal. When in fact they're usually not violent people, they're actually nonviolent people and treated with charges of those that have committed violent crimes. So for example, if a teenager gets their first car and gets a few traffic violations and doesn't respond to them and doesn't appear before court after several had been issued, the individual has violated the law and if caught by the police will be taken to jail. When taken to jail, they now no longer have a clean record. Um, while also being exposed to a criminal environment. And this is where the flaws in our system are that need to be corrected. Because from now on, this child or this teenager's life, person's life, is changed. Nor can this individual participate in society the same way. And we also discriminate against those who have had minor violations that may not in fact have been criminal but we still as a society and how we handle these civil unrest is through criminal justice and it's not the same thing we need civil justice currently you also have the isolation and the lockdowns and Can we really be surprised that people will be unwell during these times? We can't. The programs have been cut off and shut down, and where people could go to get help, they cannot now. So let's understand that during these times, we must unite to save those who are in need of help and to lend out a helping hand. Now... With the current infrastructure of our public health system not being able to provide what it needs is because of the current administration. And this, the death toll is rising. People are out of jobs. Money in finances are dwindling. And people are scared. And we have to ask ourselves during this time, what does America stand for? Because at this time, we must guide her, our America, 
through these dark times. This is a very slope for us Americans, and it's time we take our power back. Because if we look at what this racism is doing to our country, it's creating this in-depth magnitude of division that doesn't represent our values. The segregation, oppression, and exploitation of those who are viewed as weak has got to stop. And this is a public health crisis we face, and everyone isn't being affected in some way. And we need leadership to address the public health crisis in every way that we can. Our state, Hawaii, has reported heightened levels of anxiety. The health department's reported heightened levels of depression, loneliness, stress because of these uh, financial worries and job losses. And it, it explains why we need to shift how we, how we operate and how we see individuals. You know, on the basis of compassion and unity, I ask us all to remoralize ourselves and how we can treat others in these times of crisis with more compassion and liberty. The civil injustices that George Floyd suffered can be corrected. And how George Floyd was treated during this times shows that we have lack thereof in a public health infrastructure to help rehabilitate and house those who suffer and it also shows us not just that but during these times the segregation and the exploitation of minorities and I just feel like it's not enough that you know it's not enough he lost his life he he, saying he couldn't breathe I can't breathe and we've gotten to a point where we've become so mentally unwell as a culture that this individual lost his life because the officer involved couldn't have a sense of empathy. He was operating from a place of division and hate and took a life. For the wrong reasons. And the way George Floyd suffered, it can be corrected because it all stems from the abuse of human rights because of the abuse of power. Are we giving people authority that shouldn't have authority? Are we giving people power that shouldn't have power? And if we are, we must step forward to change that. And when I say racism is a behavioral disorder and mental illness, it's because of the extreme egocentrism that says that they are superior over another and disregards human rights. And that in itself is unwell. So I ask you all, that during these times that you understand that everyone is suffering and to implement a way to help those who are homeless suffer from addiction and mental illness is going to be how we create 
a public health policy by expanding the Affordable Care Act and expanding these programs to address those who need help the most. Because the correctional facilities for criminals is not the place for those who need rehabilitation and cognitive therapy treatment, which is considered a public health issue. I'd like to thank you all for tuning in today, and we will see you next week. Please like, share, and retweet if you can. Thank you.